yes. It's backdoor cover. It's Wednesday. Let's go. It's Mike and Brad. Hit the high point. Ooh, a little slow on the draw there, Brad. I was living dangerous, baby. On the edge. Sometimes you gotta let it build, man. Living on the edge. Anticipation never hurt nobody. That's, that's uh, my theory. Uh, I've heard that. A little foreplay for, the for horn, you. And I gave you the horn, bud. A little foreplay for you here this Wednesday morning. Welcome to Backdoor Cover, the only sports podcast that matters. Uh, I am Micah. I am joined by Brad Key. We are here to talk about some sports things. Today should be a pretty quick episode. And uh, how are you feeling, Brad? You've been watching any sports? Yeah. You've been keeping yeah, up with yeah, the golf I'm at good. least? Yeah. I watched the golf. I did keep up with the golf. I've been keeping up with the NBA. I've got my eye on that college basketball. Uh, conference tournaments are coming up here real, real, real soon. Um, yeah, like praying tomorrow. For, uh, yeah, praying for things to, to hang on here and give me some, some bubble basketball in Indianapolis in March. Uh, yeah, if we could get that Final Four in March Madness tournament going, that would be, uh, be a lot to talk about for us. So life would be good again. Or Indeed, be, I should say. Indeed, that's what we're all going towards. Uh, conference tournaments starting this weekend. Every week during uh, this basketball season on Backdoor Cover, we've talked about how we're going to get into college basketball, and we <laughs> haven't done any. So we're probably it's, not going to be... It's more anticipation building. That's right. We'll, we'll be paying attention. We're ready to gamble and, and watch some watch some uh, hoops. We should talk to our friends over at MyBookie and see if they want to hook us up with a little promo package mm. for the... Uh, the tournament anyway a little shot of cash yeah yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah the, the tournament's really going to help because i mean unless you guys want to hear about home renovation or potentially fredericksburg and winery trips that's that's what's on my agenda this week later this week wow uh, that's kind of what's going on until march madness hit that's a flex uh did you see that's that right, video baby. of bryson that i sent you the one where he's trying to swing out his shoes yes yeah, he's a fucking psycho. It is so fucking seen- lame. If you haven't seen that, there's a video of Bryson DeChambeau trying to get, mm-hmm. get 220 mile per hour ball speed, and he's like <laughs> in somebody's garage, and he's got two swing coaches there, and it, and they're just like grunting and yelling at him, and like swing harder, and it's like it's like watching those combine things where people are just trying to yeah. get as many you know uh, reps bench press as reps as possible, and Bryson's yeah. just like oh. Oh, swinging so hard. It's just, it's crazy. So during the Masters last year, they did some like uh, camera angles where you were basically just following whatever player you wanted, but there was no commentary. There was no person there kind of providing color. So you could hear essentially what the, the players were saying and kind of you could hear the, the impact of the ball, like when they swung the club. But they were showing Bryson, and there's something that doesn't come through on a normal broadcast. When he's standing over the ball, he's going like this on the tee. <laughs> <sighs> like just harnessing his chi before he blasts as hard as he possibly can. Um, it it is a bizarre experience. There was when I was watching on the match. I got to see this in person. I need to see this human doing a club in person. I feel like it's it's probably something like the NBA. You can't appreciate it unless you're sitting on the court. How psychotic and athletic and crazy uh, the yeah, viewer experience is of this. See this. <laughs> I bet you he is so violent when he swings that golf club. In real person with his, have you noticed the clubs? the The handle on his clubs are like 
three inches around in diameter. It looks like he's holding like a pipe, like a, cl- a club, like a billy club that a police would whack people with. Uh, but it's a golf club. I didn't uh, notice that. I he, just saw that, you know, he's got like the longest driver out. in the world, basically. <laughs> Look at the handles in his hands. It, I don't, it looks like his fingers almost can't get all the way around it. He is just really out there, man. He is out there living his best life. He does not give a fuck. There's something genuinely, uh, there's something genuine about that, even though he's super nerdy and can be very hateable. Yes. The fact that he just doesn't give a fuck is kind of tight. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. I root against him every week. So I do know that Mike is a hater, born a hater. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's happening. Some other stuff going on. Uh, we should mention, Oh, before we get any further, I should mention, you should check out mind of Mike. Uh, this week we had a four part investigation about the, Standard operating procedures inside of the Trump Hotel Steakhouse in Washington, D.C., whenever the president would enter. And it's an amazing story. Are you talking about the Steakhouse operating procedures or yes. Trump's operating procedures, like when he's hosting meetings there or something? No, no. The operating procedures that Steakhouse employees had to follow uh, oh. when the president arrived and then also when, like, Giuliani was there. And it's an amazing story that, like, the president, they special ordered shrimp. Uh, that were larger than all the other shrimp in the entire restaurant, and only the president would get them. <laughs> and they said that's that, so Trump. It, yeah, and they one time uh, Trump always ordered the same thing. I don't mm-hmm. have it in front of me, but you, you got to go the listen to the shrimp. story. Uh, well, he it's always a shrimp cocktail the moment he sits down. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually before he sits down, they ask Mr. President, "Would you like your diet coke with or without ice?" And then they mm. would just start bringing him diet cokes. Um, there was a but you sep- could probably tell his his mood. If he wants ice, he's cool. If he doesn't want ice, he's probably pretty yeah, hard, off. Uh, it's true. I went, I don't know what to read into that. But then he would always order <laughs> just which like way it takes it. Yeah, a well done steak. Uh, I forget what his side of choice was, and uh, then he would eat cake and stuff afterwards. But uh, well done steak, huh? Everyone else would order the same thing. He said, and and the executive chef of the restaurant. There were two former executive chefs of the restaurant who both spoke on the record for this piece, so it's not some anonymously uh-huh. sourced deal. Uh, said These that, people like, are getting fired like tomorrow. Well, they've already thing. been they've already been fired when COVID hit. Um, oh, okay. Or let go, or left, or whatever it was. But okay, they said that one time uh, every basically if he orders steak, well done. Everyone else does that. So somebody got a steak and it was like half ounce <laughs> bigger than the president's. Yeah, and he didn't do. He didn't say anything at the table, but word got back to the chef that that can never happen again. So every time the president <laughs> came in, moving forward, he got a forty ounce tomahawk ribeye, and so he would always have the biggest, greatest steak in the world, and no one else would just get that. Shock fried, yeah. yeah so they every, totally his shrimp through. were bigger than everybody else's, and his steak was everybody else's. And my favorite you part, know what of I, the, you know what else is uh, his power move should be to get the biggest shrimp and then like eat half of them. Just leave some of his giant shrimp on his plate. And just make eye contact with other people while he's yeah, eating it. Yeah, my shrimp's bigger than yours. Uh, my favorite piece, part of the whole piece was, though, uh, when he sat down, in addition to his Diet Cokes, they immediately brought out snacks. Ooh, uh, which in, I like snacks. Which in, well, yeah, but just a bunch of junk food, uh, like mm. tic, including Tic Tacs and Chips Ahoy mm. and cookies and and like popcorn, it was just hilarious. You, you got to listen. Do you to think it. those were like? Ad, do you think those were like endorsement deals Trump did on the side? 
He's like, I'm sponsored by Chips Ahoy and Tic Tac, so we're going to bring these out and I'm going to put on my Instagram. He is the only guy who's ever done advertisements for both Pizza Hut and <laughs> Papa John's, I think, or Domino's. He's 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 worked with at least two of the major pizza chains. Uh, actually, Jerry Jones That's is incredible. the other one because Jerry the fucking trailblazers, man. If you can pull that off, that means you've got some serious clout, boy. Anyway, we're not talking about 45 anymore on this podcast, but I, I would encourage <laughs> you to check out Mind of Micah. The other thing that I will say... And uh, you might have heard this. I made an announcement on uh, on uh, too much dip on Monday. I called in. I uh, I have uh, some professional uh, news where my lifelong dream and of being a content uh, a mm-hmm. minor content internet internet personality is is pretty much over. Uh, what? I, I will no longer be appearing on too much dip because I I have a job. Uh, which I will be telling oh. you guys much more about in the months to come uh, once I'm ready to really help you guys out and uh, in the best position to do so. But at the moment, uh, we're Brad and I are going to continue to do backdoor cover nights and weekends just like we've done for the last Yeah, show, I thought you were about years. to drop a bomb on me. I thought you were about to tell me that, that we were getting a divorce. No, nah, no, nah, I just can't go Live on the air. I can't <laughs> go spend two hours of my Monday at the uh, Too Much Dip uh, Wash Media Lodge studios so mm-hmm. uh brad and mm-hmm. i'll continue mm-hmm. to be grinding though so if you want to hear sports welcome back uh to backdoor cover all right so now yeah now that we're nine and a half minutes into what i figured would be about a 15 minute podcast we should probably talk some more sports other than bryson uh running Wait, but through, are you are you heartbroken or are you a happy boy or are you just like content with where you're moving are you sad that you're leaving the too much dip i'm curious oh yes yes i enjoyed doing too much dip and yeah, the, those guys are great. The goal is to be back for football season in six months. Oh, okay. Uh, to have okay. Some You're taking a little break, a little hiatus. Yeah, I, I, you guys know I mostly just care about football anyway. So yeah, because you made that sound like you were breaking up with the internet, but you're just going for a little break. You'll be back. You'll be yes. back and harder than ever in the in the fall. And okay, Mind of Micah okay. and Backdoor Cover aren't going anywhere. So lots of content for me if you want it. All right. And Micah's read of the week too. And of course, Mike has read of the week the newsletter. Great fucking write up. Thank you, Brad. The uh, subscription yeah. link is in the description of this podcast. All right, let's get to some some sports. Uh, the headlines around ESPN. We'll run through these real fast. LeBron to yeah. sit out the first game Wednesday against the Kings. That's surprising. That's Makes the top sense, headline, dude. Well, he's been playing like the most minutes he's in the a league, lot of and he's also like the oldest fucking guy in the league, and he's also the most important guy in the league. And they don't need to win games in the regular season. They need to win in the in the uh, postseason. So, like, the only reason for him to continue grinding is being a grind boy is to win that MVP, which I think he's in the pole position for right There's now. There's no but, doubt about that. He uh, yeah. is uh, fighting a little bit of a left ankle sprain. He's played in all 36 games this year. He is 36 years old. He's averaging he's 20. He's paying 36 minutes. 26 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists uh, while leading... Uh, LA to the third best record in the West. I don't know how many minutes he, he's playing, but Anthony uh, Davis has been out for an extended period of time. So yeah, yeah, and uh, All Star Weekends this weekend. That's right. You know the, how many consecutive All Star games uh, LeBron has been to, including this one. So he's in his 18th year. Uh, is that right? Uh, this is. I, I think it's a. He came in in 03 and it's 2021. I think he was an All Star as a rookie. I may be wrong. Oh, he was. I was yeah, going to so say either is, 18 or 17. This is his 17th consecutive All-Star game. So he missed his rookie year and then was an All-Star stint. I think. Something like that. Whatever it is, it's a fucking crazy number. That guy's been dominant since day one. He was dominant in high school. He could have dominated the NBA. So 
What a player, man. What a legend. Do you know what uh, Creighton's coach uh, McDermott said that he's apologizing what do you for? Say? I don't what know. But apparently... Oh, you just see an apology in the Yeah, I just see the apology. It must have been so bad they're not printing it. Oh, actually, no, here it is. Okay. Here's a statement. <laughs> uh, if it's so bad they're not printing it, then you, that's not, there's no such thing. Yeah, let's see. Uh, on February 20th, here's his quote. After February 27th, after an emotionally tough loss on the road, I addressed our student athletes and staff in the postgame locker room and used a terrible, terribly inappropriate analogy, making a point about staying together as a team despite the loss. Specifically, I said, guys, we got to stick together. We got to put both feet in. We need everyone to stay on the plantation. I can't have anyone leave the plantation. Mm. Eh, not great. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. not the second biggest story in sports under normal circumstances, but whatever. But there's some story about probably is. yeah, some story about Barca and Messi. I don't give a shit about that. Uh, did you watch? Well, real Ted- quick, back to the McDermott thing. Yeah. Real, real quick. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about like that kind of language. Like even in like real estate, they stopped calling the master bedroom the master bedroom. Now it's the primary. Um, Primary yeah, suite, yes. Primary suite as opposed to the master bedroom. I yeah, I, I'd say plantation is quite a bit higher on the scale of offensiveness than saying a master bedroom. But you, you're gonna this is just this is the world we live in, big guys. So well, what, I mean, it's, 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 it's if he would have said towards. we all have to stay on the reservation, he probably would have had to apologize for that too. And exactly, he, he would have been saying the same thing. Anyway, okay, uh, I'm with you. You know, speaking of racism or alleged racism mm. or whatever, uh, the Eyes of Texas debate continues. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's something. Let me just start by <laughs> saying this. No one in Austin is talking about this. I know this is like a big story nationally. There are like some rich white guys who are mad because they gave money to the university and they want to hear the Eyes of Texas. That's exactly what it is. Rich white people do not want to lose the Eyes of Texas and incoming recruits. And like and people of color do not like the eyes of Texas because what was it a, a minstrel song or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's it's roots started in minstrel shows. Um, yeah, it's got some evil the, connotations, the Texas... but it's kind of advanced beyond that. But the fact is, it was born out of kind of an evil thing. So it's also I something that nobody's really talking about. It's really just not that big a deal. Um, yeah, the Texas Tribune reported that more than 300 emails were sent to the president of the university, and about 70 percent demanded the school keep playing the song. And about 75 percent of those, or 75 of those emails, include threats of financial retribution by donors. It's like, okay, there's some white guys in small towns that are mad about this, but nobody in Austin right. cares. It's just really not an issue. And so, uh, well, I mean, it I'm will sure, be if a five star recruit doesn't come because of it, but we'll see. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. I don't think. You don't think so? Uh, Jokic. Um, I, I bet you right now Saban is saying, don't go to that racist shit school. Come on over here to Alabama. Uh, you're probably Well, I don't know if you've seen the clip of Saban's recruiting pitch. He doesn't have to talk about <laughs> any, any. There's a, some clip that he like visited some kid via Zoom mm-hmm. this year, and mm-hmm. uh, and somebody leaked it, and it's just like, yeah, do you want to play in the NFL? The kid's like, yes. Well, if you come here, statistically, you will. You'll probably be a first or second round pick. We have if you can get in my starting rotation, you'll probably make the pros. Because even people off our bench make the pros. He's like, it's a lot of people say you want to go play somewhere else. Go ahead, but I know that if you come here, you're gonna have the best coach in the world. 
There are guys who didn't even play here who are playing in the NFL. And the financial, <laughs> like, it's just an unbelievable pitch. He doesn't have to mention, don't go to Texas because those those racist crackers. But we'll see. Yeah. That maybe that's a Davos Sweeney move. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, Nikola, Nikola Jokic, the Joker. Jokic. Uh, yeah. Another possible MVP candidate. Had his 50th career triple double. He went mm. for 37, 11, and 10 uh, to beat man, he Milwaukee. Pass so good for a big man. Yeah. According to ESPN, uh, there's only one other center to have 50 career triple doubles. That, of course, Wilt. Wilt, who had 78. What was he? What was his third statistic? Blocks or was it assists? It must have been like, assists. I wonder if he was having 10 blocks. No, they didn't track blocks until like 78. Okay. So, like, he he's probably, probably quadruple doubling. A, a yeah. thousand percent. Um, yeah. He's the ninth player in history to reach 50 triple doubles, and only Magic Johnson and Oscar Robinson did it faster than him. That's pretty impressive company. Uh, James Harden hopes that Rockets fans show him love in his return. Let's see. They are going to be in Houston tonight. We'll see what okay. happens there. I mean, I, I would assume he would get booed, but there's just not going to be that many people in the building. I, I don't know. This seems Christian like a good time to go the back. Rockets and they've kind of fallen apart. You know? Yeah, Rockets they, lost Rockets 11, aren't 11 in a row. Yeah, they stink. They're about to get that ass whipped, yeah. I mean, you thought that John Wall was as good a player as Russell Westbrook, so I, I'm going to continue do. to play. I think he's better. You're insane. Russell Westbrook stinks this year, big guy. I mean, I don't know if you've been paying he attention. He hasn't lost 11 in a row yet. Well, I'm pretty sure they have at some point since he's been there. But that's not really the point. The point is if you compare the two individual players head to head, Wall's been head and shoulders better than Westbrook, and they got a first round draft pick tied to him as well. So I don't know. I'm happy with what the Rockets got out of that trade still. No, you love uh, an eleven maybe game I'm losing delusional. streak. Shouts to Coach well, Will Weaver. We'll just leave it right there. And then okay. I will leave with this headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, a quote from Tom Brady. The uh, let's see, he was on the late late show with James Corden. You'd think he'd be able to get on the Tonight Show, but uh, whatever. Uh, th- he asked him about tossing the the trophy, as you saw, uh, from one boat to another, and he said, first yeah. of all, I was not thinking at the moment. It was not a thought of, oh, this seems like a really fun thing to do." Not to mention, when you get your hands on one of those trophies, there's uh, a lot of really sharp edges on the bottom. I found out later that it had it been an incomplete pass, it would have gone down like 80 feet. So I'm happy that uh, Cam Brate found it. Yeah, he also That's said, uh, he said something about, I, I thought it was a good read, which is funny. Hmm. And he's talking about the pass route? Yeah. 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 So Quarterback shouts, speak. Shouts to Tom Brady. I'm sure that that went right over James, or whatever, uh, yeah. James Corden's head. <laughs> that, that British guy. Yeah, that British guy. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, the quote, trophy toss at parade felt like, a, felt like the right read. That's funny. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, I still have no time for, for Tom Brady, but shouts to him. He's, nice. He's the he pain. was real fucked up when he did that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was real hammered. Because I saw he, the video of him stumbling off the boat. Yeah, he said he was drinking uh, avocado tequila, whatever that means. <laughs> what a pussy. Right. Oh God! Uh, one last thing. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, I'm so glad you called Tom Brady That was funny. <laughs> it is avocado tequila? Okay. Avocado Sorry. tequila. Uh, I'll pull it together here. Do you have any thoughts on JJ Watt going to Arizona? Not particularly. He just can't stay healthy, man. Like he's he's been a 
on top of his game for a long time, but he only plays half seasons. It seems like I have I'm not looking at the numbers in front of me, but that's the feel that I've got. Uh, that's I think that's a good takeaway. He does yeah. have Chan. He will have Chandler Jones on the other side, so maybe he hmm. won't have to face double teams like he has his whole career. That's the the. If Wouldn't you think something. that he can be productive, Arizona can be good, man. Arizona is an up and comer, man. Yeah, I like Arizona. Uh, Same. All right, that's it. That's a tough division. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more football another time. Yeah, let's get out of here. We'll be back. Another good one, Mike. Maybe this weekend sometime, or or early next week at least. We could do this weekend, but I may have to call in from Fredericksburg, and I will likely be intoxicated. No, don't do that. Maybe Sunday. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye bye. Thanks for listening.